This is a Cortez Currents news update. There have been a number of new revelations about Jeff Levine and the proposed Bliss Landing wood waste landfill. Levine withdrew his proposal on December 15th, and a Ministry of Environment spokesperson informed the Quafed Regional District the same day. Levine told CBC News, People have threatened me, verbally abused me, threatened my family. It's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. And it's all because this person called it toxic waste, and it is not. He added, If you don't agree with the industrialization of an area, that's one thing to disagree with. But don't try to turn someone into an environmental monster that's going to dump hazardous waste on land and ocean and negatively affect people, because these are two different things. I was guided by the Ministry of Environment process, and I followed the process. Variations of Levine's story appeared in Cortez Currents, the Squamish Chief, and Powell River Peak. He claims to have already lost $400,000 through the venture. Much of the opposition was voiced by a Change.org petition called Major Vancouver Developer Planning on Dumping Toxic Waste into Desolation Sound. The developer in question was not Levine, but rather a Vancouver-based company which he hoped would use his services. Levine has repeatedly said he does not have a contract with Boas Properties, the owners of the old Squamish mill site, and will also be seeking wood waste from sites throughout the Fraser Valley. The Squamish chief reported that the district of Squamish informed them the district is not banning wood waste from being disposed of in town, but determined in 2017 that municipal land would no longer be leased for wood waste disposal and that wood waste landfill on district property will be phased out by 2022. As a result, Levine created a company and offered up land that he bought in Desolation Sound as a dumping spot for local businesses seeking to get rid of their wood waste. He said he was hoping to attract the business of the Sea and Sky Bosa Kingsway project on the waterfront, which has been looking for a contractor to take the wood waste, as the area was previously the old Interfor mill site. However, Levine hasn't signed a deal with the company, as the province of British Columbia has yet to approve his project. A spokesperson for Boas Properties confirmed that no contract has been signed. The report, which Vancouver-based Keystone Environmental prepared for Levine, states, The material to be landfilled will originate from several wood processing locations, such as sawmills, dry land sorts, and former sawmills, where the sawdust, wood chips, and bark was previously buried. The Change.org petition against a major Vancouver developer dumping toxic waste into Desolation Sound was taken down, but not before 9,544 people signed it. Though the petition clearly states it was started by Save Desolation Sound, the environmental group denies any connection, adding it was initiated without any consultation. No one has explained how the petitioners came to use the name Save Desolation Sound without the express permission of that organization's board of directors. According to CBC News, on December 16th, a Change.org spokesperson told CBC in an email the petition was started by a small group of local residents 
and I've just learned that they are no longer comfortable speaking to the media. The petition was taken down the same day at the request of the petition starter. The Change.org petition claimed, We've been able to access reports on the waste materials that indicate high levels, up to a 100 times higher than the legal limit, of a chemical called toluene, which is highly toxic. Exposure during pregnancy can result in birth defects. The post lists a number of other hazardous contaminants and states these contaminants were found in waste samples at levels ranging from 100% to 3,000% of the safety limits. A Ministry of Environment spokesperson emailed Cortes Currents that according to the applications received by the Ministry, the source of the material was from the old mill site in Squamish. The proponent is required to fully characterize the waste before it can be moved, however it appears to be primarily wood waste. Preliminary information received by the Ministry indicates that the toluene is biogenic in nature, meaning it is a natural byproduct of wood decomposition and not from a petroleum product. The Keystone reports that there is toluene in the Squamish site, but the chemical markers indicating a petroleum origin are not present. It states, The laboratory analysis and evaluation concluded that the toluene in the stockpile is biogenic. According to the Lund Community Society, the wood-based materials are coming from a site in Squamish that is notorious for contamination from industrial activity, including a nearby mine. In their description of the proposed development at Waterfront Landing Park, the District of Squamish states previous industrial use has led to some site contamination. In 2019, Municipal Environmental Coordinator Carolyn Askian informed the Squamish Council that the waste in Waterfront Landing wouldn't contaminate the area, but it could result in structural instability. Keystone states that the Bliss Landing site would use wood waste that originates from the wood processing industry and have not been treated with glue, paint, or preservatives. The proposed waste may include bark, branches, broken logs, hog fuel, mill ends, wood chips, shavings, and sawdust. The proposed waste will only be accepted at the proposed landfill with sufficient evidence that the concentration of contaminant of concern are less than the contaminated site regulation standard for industry lands, including consideration for human intake of contaminated material, groundwater use for drinking water, toxicity to soil integrates and plants, groundwater flow to surface water used by freshwater and marine aquatic life. This report also mentions a reduction in the amount of material to be received. Levine's Environmental Protection Notice states this will be 375,000 cubic meters over a 15-month period. Keystone adds that the landfill authorization was modified several weeks ago to only authorize receipt of up to 200,000 cubic meters of material at the site. Jeff Levine has a relationship with the old Squamish mill site's Vancouver-based developer. The Squamish chief identified Levine as a contractor for BOSA Properties in a 2018 article about the removal of a half-sunken sailboat from the Mamquam Blind Channel. A year later, Levine was called a BOSA Properties consultant in a report 
about the proposed pedestrian crossing over the channel. He's also been a spokesperson for a proposed basalt mine owned by a totally different company. In fact, the Squamish chief has mentioned Levine in at least 22 articles since 2009. A number of these deal with the Sea to Sky Adventure Company, which he owns. But Levine has also spoken about the development of the downtown core, the development of waterfront landing, a proposed Squamish gas project, and the Sea to Sky Gondola project. Levine is also mentioned in the Squamish Reporter, and his name appears in the minutes of the District of Squamish Council on at least nine separate occasions. There have been some complaints about Levine not giving adequate notification. According to the Lund Community Society website, there has been none or very limited public consultation on this project. A Bliss Landing resident, who declined to comment on record, emailed Cortez Currents that he was not aware of Levine contacting anyone in his neighborhood, though the project is in Quafed Electoral Area B, Director Mark Gisborne said the first notification that he received was someone asking about it through Facebook Messenger. Cortez Regional Director Noba Anderson said Levine does not have to contact individual directors, just the regional district. She added that, though the Bliss Landing area is within sight of Cortez, she has no jurisdiction over what happens there. A Ministry of Environment spokesperson informed Cortez Currents that it was Levine's responsibility to notify the public, but a consultation report is required as part of the final application to the ministry. That spokesperson directed me to a web page where it states that in addition to notifying the regional district, the applicant must post a completed copy of the appropriate environmental protection notice on-site and publish the notice once in a local newspaper serving the area where the discharge is proposed, and once in the British Columbia Gazette, Part 1. This provides the public with a 30-day period in which to provide comments. The London Community Society is concerned that most of the site's surface water would likely drain north into Hinder Lake through Malaspina Provincial Park, across the Sunshine Coast Trail, onto Okeover Inlet, and finally into Desolation Sound Marine Park. Any groundwater that leaches into the ground would only be a few hundred meters north and above community water wells and aquifers. They're also concerned about the close proximity of an industrial landfill to existing parks and recreational trails. Keystone Environmental responded to much of this in their site report. Quote, the nearest drinking water well is located approximately 860 meters south of the site. The well is located upgradient to the proposed landfill, opposite to where the groundwater would flow. Therefore, water from the site will not travel to the drinking water well location. Children and other recreational users are not expected to be present at the proposed landfill. The proposed landfill will be located within a private property with a 50-metre setback from the property boundary and 250 metres from Sarah Point Road. The site has been vacant for over 30 years and the entire site was clear-cut logged in the 1990s. Keystone has a long history of offering solutions to environmental problems and a list of proactive measures for living to follow.
These include groundwater monitoring around the landfill to confirm that the water quality does not change over time. Enclosing the deposit of material, the wood waste will be deposited on a low permeability soil liner to prevent potential releases and will be covered with a low permeability cover on soil cover that will shed precipitation and prevent contact with the deposited material. A soil cover will be placed over the landfill and vegetated to prevent erosion of surface soils from the deposit location. Surface water flow will not be permitted to flow over the slopes in a manner likely to cause erosion and gullying of the steep slopes. Water will not be permitted to pond and infiltrate into active or completed landfill areas, but will be diverted from contact with the wood waste and directed through ditches and drains to the on-site wetland. The Lund Community Society is also concerned about barges sailing too close to the Copeland Islands Marine Provincial Park or having an adverse effect on existing oyster farms. Keystone Environmental responded, The marine aquatic environment is located greater than 500 metres from the site. The CSR defines that the aquatic receptors located greater than 500 metres away are considered to be low risk and do not require these receptors to be evaluated. The soil quality results were compared to aquatic life standards and were less than numerical standards protective of aquatic life, therefore indicating that there is not a risk to the aquatic environment. You've been listening to a number of new revelations about Jeff Levine, the now withdrawn Wood Waste Landfill proposal in Bliss Landing, and some of the environmental arguments from both sides.